The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss how you can generate more leads with inbound marketing. Joining us is R.T. Sharma, who is the founder of Measure Marketing Results, Inc., which is dedicated to developing concrete, quantifiable internet marketing solutions for businesses of all types and sizes. And today, R.T. and I are going to discuss inbound marketing's approach to lead generation. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with R.T. Sharma, the founder of Measure Marketing. R.T., welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me, Ben. Excited to have you here on the show. Excited to talk about, honestly, now I was going to say a new trend in marketing, but it's kind of been a thing for like a decade, this notion of inbound marketing. Let's talk first off, what is inbound marketing to you and how is it different than, I guess, the obvious opposite would be outbound marketing? You know what? There's a lot of terminologies and floating around on the internet. And as a HubSpot partner, we've kind of engaged ourselves and aligned ourselves with HubSpot, which is inbound is all about attracting your ideal customers, engaging them, and then delighting them, and then making sure that your prospects to customer journey is creating that experience. And inbound for me is when somebody wants to work with you, finds you on the online, and then wants to engage with your content, and then you create delightful experiences through and through with that buying process. So that's inbound. Outbound is when you're reaching out to people. So for those folks, I don't discount the impact of cold calls, but I think it has to be combined and integrated with inbound. So there's more of an omni-channel approach that companies are moving towards, I think. How do you think of the difference between inbound marketing and content marketing? Are they just two names for the same thing? No, content marketing is part of inbound marketing. Inbound is really, really broad. I mean, content definitely plays such a critical, important role in the overall inbound strategies that companies put out there. But I think content is a subset to inbound. It's a big subset, I would say. It's one of those cogs that is an important cog in the wheel. And if I have to unpack inbound for our listeners today, inbound is about your website and your user experience on the website. You know, how do you put that? Your messaging, your brand voice, your well, branding is a different subject altogether, but how do you define your ideal customer profile? Do you have that persona nailed out? And then from that stage to making sure that your messaging, your voice, your tonality, all these assets is aligned and then you're personalizing all of that to create that delightful experience. So I think inbound is a broader segment, but content is definitely playing a big role in the overall mix. 
So I think one of the things that where brands struggle when they think about inbound marketing is just thinking that it is purely content marketing. I just need to put myself out there. And they're thinking of not necessarily just putting content in the places where their customers are looking, but they're not thinking about building the pull mechanism that actually drives lead generation. So help me connect the dots here. I've got a bunch of content. I'm pushing it out into the ether. Google's grabbing it. I'm getting reviews in the G2s of the world if I'm a B2B brand, Yelps if I'm local businesses. I'm just generally getting the word out about my business. How do I turn that awareness and people consuming my content into active lead generation? You know what? Lead generation is over realizing people have been talking about marketing qualified leads, sales qualified leads. And I think demand, when it comes to the capturing the demand and then conversion of that demand, there's two different things. So how do you put yourself out there? It's a great question. Well, when you talk about the attract stages, just like search engine optimization, paid advertising, and then blogging, that's traditionally, historically, would, would say companies do. But when it comes to the B2B marketplace, you're just not going to be able to put yourself out there and put the content out there and attract people. You got to have advocates of that content, advocates of your brand out there talking about your brand. And most importantly, now the consumer behavior is shifting so much that people don't buy or talk to salespeople until they're ready to buy. So your in-market audience is definitely different from what it used to be. And back in the day, seven, eight years, 10 years ago, people were doing SEO and people were being attracted to the site. They come on their site, you have the conversion mechanisms and you'll convert Today, I think you got to go the extra route and then a different route has to be taken. You got to put yourself out there and then keep the engagement levels high. Keep putting really good content and personalized content for those audience segments to probably remember you. And then the brand touch point would probably initiate when they're ready to buy and when they're in market, they'll think of you. So I think that's my take on overall attract phase. What I'm hearing from you is there's the notion of pushing your content to the place where consumers are looking. Everyone is self-selecting, they're self-researching. And so you need not only to have your content in the right places, you need advocates, you need affiliates, you need influencers that are going to help build the credibility for your brand. I feel like there's a missing component that we haven't talked about yet when it comes to inbound, which is this idea of great. Somebody is going to run into an advocate from my brand. They're going to read my content, that they're going to learn about it, and they're going to come and they're going to do some research and maybe they'll even get to my website. Wonderful. Now I get a little data on them, but how am I actually going to keep them around or stay in front of them until they are in market, the nurture phase? So talk to me about how brands can bridge the gap between awareness and the actual lead conversion. What's the nurture stage look like you today? It's disjointed for most brands, first and foremost. And part of the reason is that people are only focused on their top of the funnel or the attract stage. And they're not understanding that by filling your top of the funnel and not putting enough technology, I mean, talking about MarTech here, if you don't have any sort of a mechanism or tools and technology integrated with your top of the funnel or the attract stage of the flywheel, and then you're not moving them down that path, to engage them, then that's a disjointed funnel for you to begin with. And you're losing a whole lot of money. And how does that look like today is by having a more of a synchronized approach, you need to know what your buyer's funnel looks like end to end from when they first come to your site or they first engage with your brand or look at your brand and how do they behave. And even if you don't know what about their your product and services, you need to know about your ideal customer's 
overall buying patterns. And then you need to integrate a technology. I think the single source of truth is missing in organizations. People are using a whole lot of technologies to kind of bring them to the website and nurture them into a CRM, but then they don't have a nurturing platform or an email marketing platform or any kind of sequences or workflows built into their overall sales cycle. And I think that is something that we come in and just as organizations and agencies could possibly help businesses. So I think there's a disjointed effort on how do you take that data and then take that data into your overall marketing and your sales handoff, because marketing is bringing that data to you and those people to you, but then it has to have a sales handoff. And that is that engagement piece where marketing and sales have to speak to each other. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. I'm going to wax poetic here for a second about podcasting, obviously, because it's a medium that I believe in. I've dedicated most of my career to it at this point. But there is that middle stage. You mentioned, great, you're going to get someone, you're going to get some contact information, you can CRM them, and you can send emails. Well, most of the time, those emails are not going to be very compelling. You're going to get a high unsubscribe rate because guess what? People don't want to know what's up at X, Y, and Z company. Now, if you can move them beyond just, hey, I'm going to give you infrequent updates about why you should buy my products and services to I'm going to provide information that's useful to you in a format that is not specifically salesy or self-promotional, well, now you've got an opportunity to stay in front of your customers. That's the reason why I love podcasting so much is, hey, are you interested in CRMs and you're in the market for this type of solution? Great. Here's a podcast that talks about inbound marketing, and this is something that's good for you to listen to to stay in the know. Well, that's a little bit of an easier sell to stay in front of the customer than it would be if you're just trying to get them to subscribe to the inboundmarketingco.com's newsletter. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, that example that I gave is just one piece of the content. I think there's a different level. You need to know your customers. How do they consume content? And then I think there's something which companies are missing out is the micro content. Like imagine 
I don't even think people are reading emails or blogs anymore. I mean, talk about content marketing has shifted totally. 2022 is a big shift and COVID has completely changed the way we consume content today anyways. So I think there's a whole lot of micro content that needs to be utilized in that stage to be able to nurture your audience based on where they are in their buying cycle, where they are in their emotional buying cycle even, because sometimes people, when you talk about, you know, there's a research that's happening, there's a research phase, then there's a phase to kind of analyze if this product or service is good for me or not. And then there's a buying committee in the tail end to make those decisions when you put it out there to your organization and there's budget approvals that's needed. So I think there's a whole lot of stages even before we came to that close, demanding us to now unpack it differently, see the buyer differently, see the buyer journey differently, and then accordingly put out tools, technologies, and content to meet the buyer where they are. And I think you're absolutely right. I mean, look at this podcast. You have it. I have a podcast. And those are all micro content pieces to accelerate or probably move them from point A to point B. I think the trick here when you think about inbound marketing is understanding your customers, understanding where they're looking for information about products and services so you can have your affiliates, your influencers put content there so you can build some credibility and trust. Hopefully that gets people to start self-researching. And then the question is, what hooks do you have to stay in front of those customers and provide not only knowledge about your products and services, but also position yourself to be a thought leader so when they are in market, you're top of mind. Then you're getting into the lead capture and conversion stage, and that's really where your marketing efforts turn into dollars. Totally. And you're bang on on this one, because at the end of the day, you don't want to be down the throat of your buyers when they're just probably researching. They've not even made up their mind they want to contact you or not, right? Let alone if this is the right service or product for them. But you definitely want to fill that pool of potential customers and stay top of mind and relevant. But one thing I will add is it's not about building any kind of content. You have to build really good quality content today. There's so much content out there, like internet is flooded with all sorts of content. How do you make sure that you have relevant content? You have to understand your customers really well to make sure that you're speaking to them at each of those stages and those emotional stages when they're evaluating product and services. So good, relevant content is key here. It's always the central theme of this podcast. The more you understand your customer, the better you will be able to use technology to find them, present them with the right information, and get them into your funnel. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with RT Sharma, the founder of Measure Marketing. Join us again tomorrow when RT and I continue our conversation talking about the future of content marketing. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about RT, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is RT Sharma. That's A-R-T-I-S-H-A-R-M-A. Or you can visit her company's website, which is measuremarketing.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.